bring a solution to the power crisis. You're with Bruce Whitfield on 702. 702. Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group is Siboniso Ngomalo. And Siboniso, uh, a disappointing start to the week, I suppose, from a global perspective. This, this deep-held belief that a global recession is coming, a global recession is coming, a global recession is coming. And we're seeing lots of data points showing slowdown, slowdown practically everywhere at the moment. Yes, Bruce. Uh, I mean, a slow day in the market. I also think, Bruce, one of the things that's happening is the Europeans have kind of gone on leave. They're enjoying their summer, very hot summer up there in Europe. Um, and so what we saw in our market is continued volatility. We saw the diversified miner, Anglo-American, Glencore, those were up one and a half, 1.5% or so. Um, and, and, and that was probably the best action of the day, actually. On the other side, we saw the gold companies which actually had done well towards the end of last week, which should be beneficial if there's a recession. Goldfield was down almost 7%. Anglo Gold was down 5.3%. And so on the negative side, we saw some surprises. And I suppose NASPERS process, they were down basically 2.63%. And so, and so therefore, continued volatility as the market looks for direction. But Bruce, let's talk about earnings and fundamental performance and see what came out today. And uh, maybe we can start with Mr. Price. Absolutely. We had updates today from Mr. Price. We had a Sassel production update and Anglo-American Platinum's results today. That's Mr. Price, I mean, they're in a sweet spot in the South African economy. They've positioned themselves remarkably well. They've made acquisitions sort of above their key LSMs and uh, more entry level than their key LSM. And I think those are both sectors that are paying off quite nicely. Yes, so Mr. Price came out with their quarterly trading update. Um, and actually, it looked interesting. Now, with Mr. Price, you've got to consider what they're comparing to is a recovered base, a COVID recovered base, where all of a sudden we had been locked down this time last year. We came out and we decided we were going to shop. And probably we had to boost because we'd gotten bigger and also we had to change our clothes because we were no longer going to the office. But if you look at the numbers there, group sales were up about 6.4% year on year. Um, and that was ahead of expectations, of the market expectations. Um, and, and, and if we see where that came from, a large part of it came from, um, from, from the apparel. And so people actually continued. And also a large part of that was driven by credit. Credit sales went up 13.4%. Um, and actually, if you look at debt to disposable income in South Africa, um, that is actually still relatively low. And so, therefore, the banks have also been telling us that, hey, consumers have got the space and the capacity to go out there and borrow. And it looks like Mr. Price is opening the credit terms a little bit more. So, so a, a pleasing update, um, but they also then start warning. They talk about how um, load shedding has affected them because their stores couldn't stay open. They talk about the, how they see the pressure on the South African consumer with higher oil prices, etc. Um, and obviously things like clothing can be postponed. And so therefore, there's warning of that. And then at the end, they close off their statement by telling us that, well, as much as April and May were weak, um, seeing July, they're starting to get like, I think it was 18% um, increases. And so in fact, all of a sudden, people have gone back to shopping again um, at quite a rapid rate. So, so there, was a, there was a lot of information here, but I mean, it's still holding up quite well, in, despite this tough climate. 
Absolutely. What about Sassel's update? I mean, there was uh, lots of fear and trepidation around uh, a breakdown and total breakdown of South Africa's refining capacity. Then we got a big oil import and Sassel then said it was going to be reopening um, its uh, refinery this week inland. And that was a piece of good news. How are they holding up? They went through a hell of a rough patch um, a while back with um, overspending and over budget and over time at Lake Charles in Louisiana with a big plant there. They seem to be back on track though, very firmly so. They definitely are back on track. I mean, Sassol is a typical commodities company. The company, yes, is important, but actually the commodity they deal in, which is in this instance oil and chemicals, that's a lot more important. Obviously, we know where the fuel price is, um, and all of us who drive cars and move around um, know that actually that is quite high. And so therefore, Sassol is benefiting from very high oil prices, very high chemicals prices, um, and good refining margins. So actually, they've got the wind on their backs, and their production um, reflected that. So Sassol spoke quite a bit in this production, um, that, hey, things are actually heading in the right direction. And, and the problem with Sassol, then, the only difficulty is that they're not making as much money as they can because they hedged the oil price to protect the balance sheet. Because obviously that balance sheet was stressed and strained by them spending lots of money in that May Charles project. You're damned if you do and you're damned when you don't. And yeah, sometimes you just have to make a call. But really enormous numbers and continuing good numbers coming out of Anglo-American Platinum. And we've just spoken to Natasha Fulhun, um, And she's hoping that the current levels of prices do hold and we build on gains from here. But there's quite a lot of downward pressure on commodities at the moment. Yes, I mean, I think the, I, I listened to your interview, Natasha, and again, good numbers, very, very good free cash flow generation, um, and then very good dividend um, that came out of there. I mean, I think this is the second um, highest basket price that they had realized which yep. is in this first half. And so therefore, actually, this is pretty good for them. Um, the issue, when you look at, I think, the platinum group metals, the question here is about, obviously, the, 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 the demand side, which is in the catalytic converters um, that make our car's emissions a little bit cleaner. Now, if you think about it, if everybody is worried about a recession, in a recession, cars don't sell well. And I think that's where the pressure in the market is. So why did the PGM basket goods, why did those palladium, platinum, and rhodium, why did those prices rise? Um, well, because there were shortages. There wasn't enough metal for the demand that was there as there was a demand for low, what they call loading. So, so car manufacturers needed more palladium and rhodium um, in those catalytic converters. So the demand was high, there wasn't enough metal. But obviously, if there's a recession or fear of a recession, hey, wait a minute, that will come down, Bruce. And so therefore, the demand will lower. The supply actually hasn't changed materially. And so that will put pressure in the near term. And we've seen that in the platinum price and in the volatility as the world struggles to price in a recession. But pleasant result. Um, and obviously, if you're a shareholder here, you're going to get a fantastic dividend. And obviously, the company also is paying out a large part of their cash and returning it to shareholders. The other worry with them, Bruce, which you touched on in the interview, is their cost. Um, I mean, I think we saw a 16% um, increase in their, in, their, in, their, in their cash costs. And so that's quite high. Um, but again, some of that was production issues. And again, they complained about high oil prices. Um, load shedding. So South African companies are starting to complain about the same thing. They're seeing pressure. Um, and, and so here, actually, it's 
nice, but actually, hey, they are warning you that, hey, we can't sustain this kind of performance unless the country also gets on a healthier path. Siboniso Ngomaro, thank you, the portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Carol Payton, the journalist who broke the story today of what to expect in the President's address at 8pm this evening as he tackles the 